0: A minister in the sense of ministering to the needs of others, and you know when we say minister, we're not talking about pulpit now. We're talking about uh, minister. You minister help to people. Your hands are is a ministry, amen. When they do things and help the brothers and sisters, because we are all in the same battle, and we are all working for the same cause. Amen, and we're all, we're all in the same army is what I want to say a while ago. We're, and we're working for the same cause. And we desire that every one of you show the same diligently to the full assurance of hope unto the end. He said we are desirous of you. We're, we're, we're desired that every one of you will, will show the same, other, other translations says show the same zeal or show the same earnestness, show the same sincerity. So the way must translation of the Bible says, to manifest the same diligence and, and desires. Amen, that God wants in our lives to be uh, doing for each other. In other words, we've all got jobs to do, and, we, and I'm not talking about where you're gonna get up in the morning and go to, but we got a job to do for the Lord to help each other amen and uh, if we pray for each other and uh, we pray for the church i i'm not telling you that i pray for everybody but uh sometimes i get down to pray and i start i start trying to figure out where you guys are sitting (laughs) you know mentally and i pray and then just go down the go down the, the little rows praying for people because uh I, I do recognize the fact that we all need the prayers of each other. Amen. And uh, and I uh, I need prayer and brother Harrelson needs prayer. Amen. Just like all the rest of us. Amen. Sometimes the uh sometimes you need to pray for the that's pray for the captain, you know. Amen. Because uh he he's got to lead us into battle <laughs> he, amen verse number 12 that ye be not slowful but followers of them that through faith and patience inherit the promises amen don't be slowful because you are you're in the battle amen to uh, to the end praise god Amen. The writer was pointing to those who in the past who live by faith, walk by faith, amen, labored by faith. Don't don't slow down and don't stop. I don't think that I don't think that the Holy Ghost ought to get cold in our hearts and our lives to where we are indifferent to the things that goes on, amen, with the people around us. The Bible says when one member suffers Uh, what is it? Let me see how it goes. The whole body suffers. I got got that right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. In other words, we feel for each other. Amen. Amen. You, I tell you what, your body takes care of itself. You know, in in the sense of when one, if you hit your finger. All of you hurts. <laughs> amen. And so, we, it's, it's what, what I, let me say, I'm going to call him Paul because the instructions in this chapter, it seems almost, you can almost hear the voice of Paul. Amen. When, he, when he's reading this, amen. Don't be slow, for, but followers, amen. But followers of them that through faith, amen, in patience inherits kingdom. Praise God, and, uh, and and then verse verse number twelve, Amen says it, Amen that that about praying for each other and uh, and so forth, and uh, I uh, I got Hebrews chapter eleven, Amen. You can read that, and uh, you'll know. Praise God, you uh, it's a roll call of the faithful. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 36 through 39. And it says it like this, and others. Now, I do know the roll call of faithful. You can go right down and read them, you know, Abraham and so forth. We'll probably go back there in just a minute to Abraham. But we uh, finally get down to the place to where, you know, there's, there is not one New Testament person mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11. There's a, there's, it's all Old Testament saints of God, people of God. Amen. But now, then he gets down to verse 36, and he said, There's others had trials of cruel mockery and scourgings, yea, and moreover of bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned, they were sought asunder, they were tempted, they were slain with a sword, they wandered about and in sheepskins and goatskins, sheep goat amen, being destitute and afflicted and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in the deserts and in the mountains and the dens and the caves in the, of the earth. And these all having obtained a good report through faith, receive not the promise. You know, while he's in his flesh. That's the thing, brother, sisters, there is there is not much accomplishments in this in, in in this flesh sometimes that we get discouraged. Amen. And I've I've talked to some people I ain't gonna tell you. I don't want to say who it was or whatever, but these church they would just get so discouraged. Sometimes they get down and feeling like uh, I I know they don't want to give up, but they just feel like, you know, throwing in a towel or something, you know, at least do something. Amen. And but uh just keep on going amen through faith then we're not going to receive our promise down here most of the time we like to preach good sermons on great things that god's doing but god sometimes does not heal our bodies lets us go through problems amen we uh in other words, we feel like that we've been we've been stepped on, but uh we keep on going if the apostle Paul can make it with all that he went through, surely we can he ain't nobody said bad kind, bad things about me today i uh you know i submit cer- like several people but Nobody ever said anything bad, so I'm, I should be on cloud nine tonight, you know. Whatever we have to go through is nothing. Here's, here's something that we all know, but if you're going to follow Jesus, you know what you got to do, it Says It's come and take up your cross and follow him. What that really means that you're offering yourself as a sacrifice and a commitment to do whatever, whatever happens to you, it's just, it's just the Christian walk. It's just what we, we bear for the Lord. It's not why do we have to go through this. We just wonder what God has in mind for us. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to preach on that Sunday. I'm going to preach it maybe on Sunday. I don't know for sure. Preach a little bit on something. That some people have to suffer for other people's wrongs. You believe that? If you don't, ask what Jesus did, he is here for. And ask ask why does he tell us to take up a cross? Because sometimes the saints are the most suffering. Because we bear one another's burdens and we carry one other loads and care he was said this and he was talking before right before Jesus was crucified you know he they had their little meeting he said somebody's got to die and he was saying that we got to kill Jesus or he's going to get us in trouble with with the roman law but what he did not know he was prophesying of the salvation Amen, that was coming to all of us. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. He, uh, he was a prophet and didn't know it. But he was speaking things that was as prophetically. Amen. Praise God. Verse 13, and when God made a promise to Abraham, okay, now we're getting back to Abraham because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself, saying, amen. Or let's just go back. I want to go back to Genesis chapter 22. And we will read the story. I'm sure that it's familiar to some of us, maybe all of us. Amen, the story there in, in chapter 22 of Genesis. I'll begin reading with verse number 10. Abraham stretched forth his hand and took a knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do any, thing unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God and seeth, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me and Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw amen in the thicket around there and he, he always sacrificed God asked Abraham for something amen and of course I can go and quote other scriptures on that but God asked Abraham to offer up his son that he had, it was his son of promise and by faith Abraham did what God asked him to do and uh I would, uh, I would, I would probably say, uh, "Is that you, Lord?" You know, and uh, I will make sure it's, I'm gonna make sure it's you talking to me. But Abraham was so close to God that he knew the voice of the Lord. Amen. And I, I've got in my notes here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I may just jump, jumble them a little bit here, but, but uh, I'm sure. Uh, some of you have thought when you read the Bible. Why, well, if I'd had the experiences that Abraham had, I could live for God. Abraham, God talked to him face to face almost. You know, God spoke to him, appeared to him, angelic form. And, and uh, you talk about Abraham's faith. He was a father of the faithful. And um, oh my goodness, if I'd had experiences like he did. Uh, I, I would ain't nothing that stop me now I'm going to ask you how many of you had an experience with God do you know that Abraham sometimes is 10 years 5, 10, 15 20 years from one time that God spoke to him to the next time well brother I've been been going to this church for 20 years and God said a word to me just keep on coming he's promised you salvation so just keep on hello amen I got an experience of the Holy Ghost that I'll never forget and I got to live off that I got to to remind myself of it amen sometimes just to keep on going praise God And God spoke to Abraham, and Abraham was obedient. Amen. Notice verse 16, Amen, in Genesis here, verse 16. And he said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy, thy seed as the stars of heaven, as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. What a wonderful promise. He never saw it. He only had Isaac, but he did have enough faith to believe that he drew that... sword back or that knife back and was going to plunge it into his son's promised son's heart because he believed the promise of God so strongly that he believed that God was going to raise him up from the dead that's scripture amen hallelujah so stand upon the promises Stand upon the promises. Amen. I, I, I did not. I, I meant to, but I did not look through the Bible. And I'm, I'm not talking about from Genesis to Revelation, my personal self, but look through uh, the computers. Others say, how many promises are in the Bible? But they're in the thousands. Amen. So get the promises that you need. Amen. For your situation and stand upon that promise. Amen. amen. Praise God. And Elijah, he gets up on Mount Carmel and he prays, amen, for rain. And it didn't come. He prays again for rain. It didn't come. You know the story. He prayed seven times before he got the rain. Amen. And I, I, he, he, he was going to get the rain before he stopped. I think I could say it that way. I don't know. I ain't, ain't going to try to imagine, but I just know this much that he believed he that God had sent him up there because he prayed, he said, I've done everything, amen, at your, at your commandments. At whatever, you, you, I'm doing everything I've done is because you've told me to. Now, I believe it's gonna rain, amen. But it don't come sometimes when we just pray up here. You hear me? Neither do you get your prayers answered every time, but you keep on, standing on promises, Praise God. Amen. And, uh, and I again, again ask, how faithful would you be if somehow you lived the rest of your life and only you had a promise of God and you never seen that promise fulfilled? Amen. We all gonna die one of these days if the Lord don't hurry up and come. amen and I don't know what we're going to die from but whatever amen you can still stand on the promise amen though the skin worm devour this flesh yet in my flesh shall I see God I believe amen good old Job amen a dying man still believe that amen he's going to live praise the Lord praise God Hallelujah, Hebrews, Hebrews, amen. Verse number 13. It says, for when God made promises to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. When God made the promises to Abraham when he couldn't swear by no greater, he swore by himself. And I just read to you that verse sixteen there. Amen. Hallelujah. Now we're going to talk about that. Why do you? Why don't we pray in Jesus' name? Why do you call the name Jesus when you pray? When you ask, you know, you 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 basically most every prayer we pray at the end of it in the name of Jesus. We're baptized in the name of Jesus because there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's the greatest name you can call upon. When God made the promise to Abraham back there a while ago, he offered a sacrifice and he swore by himself because he couldn't swear by no other. He couldn't he can swear by any name or anything, so God just swore by himself that what he promised he was going to fulfill. And so we don't swear per se, but we do call, speak the most authoritative name there is in the universe. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Praise God. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name. Hallelujah. And I just got wrote down in my notes here on verse number 13. You know, those folks didn't have what we have. We are a blessed bunch of people. As I said a while ago, you know, there's times maybe for, for months, years, and sometimes never coming. After all the years of Abraham, never happened. But you and I can pray and amen, and just believe that God's gonna, going to take care of things. Amen. Hallelujah. Because there's something that you and I possess that gives us the full assurance, and that is the Holy Ghost, the presence of the Lord. What a generation we live in you know, my, my grandparents, I didn't even, I didn't ever know them. They were both dead 20 years before I was ever born. I never, never didn't know my grandparents. But they, they had never heard of Pentecost. They never heard of the Holy Ghost. They, uh, they just lived their life. But you and I have an ever-present help in the time of trouble. We have God with us. Praise God. Amen. amen. I just going to read just a little bit here. Matthew 28 and 20. Matthew 28 and 20 is just a very common scripture. Amen. Jesus was telling his disciples, amen, right before he left. 28 and number 20, it says it like this. Lo, I'm with you always. Amen. I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. And I got here plus 50 other times that the Lord was saying he's going to be with us always. Jesus told his disciples 50 times, over 50 times, that he was going to be with them always. He's with us now. He's here with us. He's in this place right now. That's right. Praise God! His divine presence and His Spirit. Hallelujah! That's what Jesus. Amen. It, it, it was. He said He's going to send His Spirit, and He said, "I'm, I'm going to be with you always. I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I will come to you." Amen. And uh, and, and that that word we we will we'll work on that word just in in just a moment too. There or there, Amen. Praise God. Lord, I'm going to be with you. Surely in blessing, I will bless thee. In multiplying, I will multiply thee. Amen. And 25 years later, when God made that promise to Abraham, he had a son. And I I do know, I've I've read through the scriptures, I do know that Abraham reminded him of it several times. But God still, it was right on time when God, hallelujah, in verse 15, so after they had had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Now that was the son there. That's, what that's some of the promises God, maybe have never received, you know. Yeah. But, but he got his son 25 years later. After he had endured, after he had prayed and sought and whatever, Amen. God wants you and I to show our faith by our consistency, by our commitment. Hallelujah! And 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 and, and believing that His promise is is, is for us. Surely I am going to bless you. Verse fifteen says, "And so after he had, after that he had been patiently enduring." Amen. And then, verse 16, it says, for men verily swear by the greater and of an oath for confirmation is to them the end of all strife. Amen. Praise God. Amen. He swear by swear by the greater. And we'll, let me just we'll go back to Genesis now. And uh, this is a little story that I think that's uh, very, uh, Genesis chapter 15. Genesis 15, and I'll begin reading it, verse number 6. And God is here was is making a promise to Abraham. He's, in fact, it's Abram now, in the 15th chapter. Even in verse 6, it says, And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it unto him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land to inherit. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, take me an heifer of three years old and a she-goat of three years old and a ram of three years old and a turtle dove and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these and divided them in the midst and laid each piece one against the other but the birds divided not and when the fowls came down to, d- to devour the carcass or up on the carcasses abraham drove them away he laid them out there waiting on god amen and when the fowls came down he d- he, he drove them away and when the sun went down amen a deep sleep fell upon abram and lo the horror of a great darkness fell upon him and he said to abraham or Abram. Amen. Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them for 400 years. And also the nation whom they shall serve, will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance, and thou shalt go unto thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age, but the fourth. But the fourth generation, they shall come out or come hither and come back. And so God made these promises and vows to Abraham, amen, there when he said, you, uh, if you read the whole piece, you know, Abraham was in a trance or whatever there, but God took, you know, the burning lamp and the, the fire came down, amen, and the, burnt the sacrifices when Abraham woke up. Amen, but God was speaking to him, but he said, you know, by, he could swear by none other. He swore by himself. Amen, that's where I was going while I go in, in, uh, in, uh, in, in my teaching, amen, or what I was saying. Verse 16, amen, men very fair, swear by the greater, and, and then uh, go back to Hebrews, even verse 16, men very, swear by the greater, uh, an oath for confirmation, is to them the end of the strife. It's all over, amen. I've got confirmation. I've got assurance. I've got the word from the Lord. I've got peace in my heart. What I where I see the things happen or not, amen. And uh, like I said, I, I may preach to this, you know, Sunday. I don't know where I'm gonna preach not, but uh, but there is some suffer sometimes. The righteous is got to suffer for the wicked. Hello, that's you know Paul's sufferings. All of that was for salvation, and I think it was also an encouragement to you and I. And brother, Cantrell made some statements. He meant to us in private, or we were just talking about uh, about the way that things are. And uh, I, I I cannot repeat exactly where this one come where this was from, but but they told them that we're going to be praying for you ghosts because y'all are going through such things. They oh don't pray for us for that. Don't pray that that that, that our sufferings, amen, are uh, going to be relieved or their, their their persecution that they were going through. They they didn't want those gone because it was bringing them closer to the Lord. So I guess that's the, I guess that's maybe what we need sometimes. He meant to get closer to God is to allow his spirit, he meant to to get us to the place. And that's why I was saying a while ago, this this is what God was talking to me, I guess it was him, about I've read enough books now, put them in practice on prayer. (laughs) <laughs> have, you, have you ever read a book on prayer yeah have you read lately it would be good for you to read one or two but then you start, need to start practicing it I got six or eight but uh, prayer is, a, is, is, is not enjoyed by reading a book prayer is enjoyed and it works when we are doing the practice of it and that's what we need to do Hallelujah! To see the results, I am not getting any amens. I know I'm, I, I know I'm hitting somebody's feet because uh, this is the word of God. Colossians, Colossians chapter three, and I will begin reading it, verse numbers sixteen. Colossians 3 and 16 let the words of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom and teachings and admonish one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing and with grace in your heart amen Amen. to the Lord and whatsoever you do in word or deed do all in the name of Jesus amen in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God amen the Father by him hallelujah so we are we are to join ourselves together amen and and strengthen each other. I, you know why do why do we start church with singing is there Is there a reason for starting church with singing? It brings our minds in, and we harmonize together. And it brings all of our, our, our minds into a a, a, a we, in other words, we say the same thing. We're we're singing a song and, and it, it it puts our minds all in a unified spiritual atmosphere. And then, praise God, amen, the rest can rest can work easily. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 17 amen Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 17 wherein God will in more abundant to show unto the heirs of the promise the immutable of his counsel and conf- even confirmed it by an oath now what I'm, tr- I'm 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 using a little putting a little uh, Side notes in some of this, but what he's, what God is. Let me just go back up. Let me back up and read about three verses of Scripture here. Amen to this. Verse twelve, that ye may be not be slowful but followers of them that through faith and patience inherited the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Saying, surely, blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so, after that he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater with oath and of, of confirmation. And when God willing, more abundant to, to show unto his the heirs of promise are you and I, Amen. The immutable of His counsel. Confirmed it by an oath. God swore by Himself the things that He's told in the Bible, His promises to us. And that word "immutable," Amen, uh, it, it, it it means it's fixed purpose. Uh, it is incapable in of changing. Uh, it is Dake said it was unchanging plans and purposes of God. They are there in the word of God and they are yea and amen. In other words, when you read the Bible, it's what God said and it still means that 2,000 years ago. Since, right? Amen. Hallelujah. It's unchangeable. Praise God. Galatians. Galatians chapter 3. And I will read Verse of Scripture 2 here, verse 13, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is every one that hangeth on the tree. But the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promises of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah, the things that... God promised, amen, to Abraham, amen. And the things that he promised is, is, is coming to us. You know, Paul, uh, Paul, when he was, he, he was attacked by the Jews and when he, when he was preaching in the synagogues and trying to get them to turn to, to Jesus Christ, and he said, you know, if you reject it, he's gonna to turn to the Gentiles. Of course, Paul said he was called as the apostle to the Gentiles. But it was because other people rejected, Amen, the Lord, Amen, that he turned to the Gentiles. So through through the promises of God unto Abraham and through his seed, Amen, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That means that God, when he talked to Abraham, he said, everybody can have salvation. You can you can have you can have the Holy Ghost tonight. You can have salvation. It's for you. It's for even purchased for you. Amen. Dake said again. Amen. Also giving us, amen. Thirty limitations. Amen of God. Limitations. Amen. And I'm gonna name just five of them tonight. And here's what they are. First of all, somebody, Psalms chapter one nineteen you want to turn there, Psalms 119. Uh, maybe I just get some people to read. Psalms 119 and verse 98. Uh, 89 Psalms 119 and 89. Okay. God cannot break his own laws. Forever his word is settled in heaven. It's it. Amen. Number two, Hebrews chapter six and verse 17 through eight through 19, which is what we're, we're reading now. God is not willing he made it more abundant to show the errors of promise of the immutable, not changing of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath when he could not swear by no greater, he swore by himself because he was the e was the greater. Amen. Number three, God cannot spare His own flesh. He did not spare His own Son. Amen. And we are His one God believers. Understand? It was God manifested in the flesh, but He never spared His own flesh. But many pain or suffering or sorrows went to the cross. Matthew chapter 27 and verse 42. Number four, God cannot be unrighteous. You're going to read that in Romans chapter 6 verse 14. Someone get that. Who has it? Romans chapter 6, verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but you're under grace. Now, we can talk about that a lot. Sin cannot have dominion over you. Amen. Well, I just can't help myself. <laughs> really? There's a, there is a there is a power over the sin. Amen. That can redeem us from sin. Hallelujah. Sin doesn't dominate our lives unless we allow it to. Yeah, well, I do know that people. I can't do this. I can't do that, or whatever. I was talking to Sister Sims. Well, I ain't going to talk about that. I I better not say it. Let her testify to it. Amen. But you, I I do know that your body. I do know that your, your flesh. You're human beings. We have we have all of these weaknesses in our flesh. That's why the Lord put his spirit within us, his power within us, that we would not be dominated by the devil or anything that this flesh, flesh should not control us. Our spirit should control us. Amen. I, I, don't, I don't believe in this mind over matter stuff, you know, that they're teaching the way they teach it. But I do, blo- I do believe that You you can make the decision in your own self and you can just tell your body, uh, it doesn't matter where you like it or not, you're going to be doing this. Hello? Amen. Your body should not control your mind, but your mind should should control your body. And uh, I'm going to give five more seconds for somebody to say amen on that one. Amen. Praise God. Number five, God cannot have respect to persons. Now that is out of, out of uh, what I say there a while ago? I think it's uh, 30 different limitations Dake's Bible has to say about God. God chooses, amen, chooses not to. And when he chooses not to, it's something he can't do. He 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 will. He has no respect to persons. Romans chapter two. Back up just a couple of chap- Pages. Romans chapter two and verse eleven. Romans chapter two and verse eleven. For there is no respect to persons with God. For as many as have sinned without the law shall also perish without the law. But as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. James chapter 2 and verse 9 to 10, also the same thing about no respect to persons. Praise God. Verse number 18 of Hebrews says it like this Thereby, the, by two immutable things which it was impossible for God to lie we might have the strong consolation who have fled for the refuge by to lay a hold upon the hope that is set before us and if God has promised us salvation he wasn't lying it's for everybody he has no respect to persons I believe that God can save the whole wide world there was enough blood shed at Calvary to take care of every sin Amen. ever been committed Amen. Because it works, folks, it works. Amen. And God said it would, and he ain't lying. Amen. By those two immutable things, it's impossible for God to lie. Amen. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that and we close. Warren Wearsby says this: God not only gave Abraham a promise, but also confirmed it by an oath. Most of all Commentaries agree that this is the, the, the two immutable things that is written here in verse eighteen. Number one, God only gave Abraham the promise, but he also, Amen, confirmed it by an oath. Now, what does that mean? Two immutable things. When God, Amen promises you something, it is, it's, it's true. It's, it's yea and amen. And when he confirmed it by an oath, in, amen, and swearing to, amen, by an oath to Abraham, he swore by himself, amen, he doubled up it. I want to tell you, I'm going to make this promise and I'll swear, by my own name, by his own self, that what he had said, promised was going to come true. Every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every verse, every line. I got to trust in the Lord divine. I'm not quoting it exactly verbatim, but I got to trust in the Lord divine because every promise that God has made is for us. Hallelujah. Now I know that there's two or three people here whose so minds minds wandering right now. Well, I do know that my, that God made some promises to Abraham. God made some promises to Israel, especially that that land was going to be theirs and so forth. He made them promises, right? And it's it it it, 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 it didn't turn out that way, right? why did it turn out that way if God made the promise made an oath you know what why because God said he promised these things if we would so you you, you, you can stand upon the promises if you're standing upon them by faith in, in, your, in your life but even, there's always there's always a catch now I believe that by his by his strap we're healed we're already healed Straps. But to receive that, that his promise, it's got to be more than just saying that's what he said. And I believe. Amen. There's there's a there is a qualifications of the promises of God to all of us. Those qualifications is obedience, submission, faith, according to to your faith so be it the promises of God. Amen, Strong's translation of the Bible. Amen, and uh, um, several translations, how a strong uh, encouragement, every mighty endeavoring, amen. The indwelling strength of God are these things, by the two immutable things, which it's impossible for God to lie, amen with it, he, having a strong consolation or having a, amen, who have the, the refuge, amen, flee to the fuse, to refuge to lay hold upon the hope that's set before us. Now, I'm gonna quit there. But what it really says is the promise is there, amen, there's a strong consolation, praise God, Hallelujah. Now that word, that word there, consolation. Amen. Praise God. Has a have a strong paracletus. That word there basically says the same thing. When Jesus told the disciples, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will come to you. I will not leave you paracletus. I will not. Take my presence, or my, my, uh, my spirit will not come. Amen. Will not depart from me. I will, I will. With the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Paracletus, which is the Holy Ghost. And Paul used that here in, in this chapter, or in this verse. That it's a strong strength, of the power of God that's gonna be with us, that can keep us and guide us. Praise God. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your promises. And I know they're yea and amen. And I also know, Lord, that we've got to have the faith to believe because you kept talking to us about it was our faith, Lord, and our, to believe those promises. Amen. That you have told us about. Amen. That's that paracletus, that strong consolation, that strong faith, that strong belief, and that strong presence that God, that you have with us. I believe to, tonight, God, and I, I tell you, I really don't like this song too much. But, uh, I, I've, I've, it's been over and over in my mind and, and, and I got to work kind of like it a little bit now when I don't feel you you're working when I don't see you you're working and when you don't feel him tonight right now he's working still working I pray that some things I have said tonight would get into your ears go to your heart and let God start working on us to say I got confidence, whatever God has said, amen, it's true. And he can do whatever he said, whatever promise he has made, amen. I believe that they're for me, they're for us. Praise God. Hallelujah. I do know, I do know, like I said a while ago, amen, shall we stand, that probably all of us are going to die from some disease or something. That don't faze me a bit to say, I, I don't. I'm, I lose faith in what God has promised. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to leave here. Uh, I I read here this week, week or so ago, that uh, God told uh, Moses to take Aaron up on the mountain and uh, take take his robes off and all of his his priestly robes and put them on his the son, and uh, goodbye. You're dying. And then God told Moses, going up on the mountain, I want you to look over, to, over to the promised land. And uh, I don't know what happened to him. The Bible says God took him. It's unusual. Amen. But uh, both of them, both of them, they had their encounter with the Lord as they were leaving this world. And I'm expecting the encounter with the Lord too. I don't think he'll leave us. I don't think he's going to leave us at the end of time, at the end of our time here. It's going to be a wonderful consolation, strong consolation, a strong paracletus, the strong presence of the God. one sister raised up in the bed and she turned to the family and said, he's coming to get me. She looked up, She raised her hands. She was gone. Hallelujah. Strong presence. Lord Jesus, I thank you for